Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Saints Radio. And we are really thankful to be able to reach out to you again on this lovely day. And we pray and trust that all of you are doing well. We are... uh, we have a, a really unique day today here in Dallas. It's uh, it's a primary primary election day, and uh, so that means that here in the youth room, where a lot of our sessions are going to be held, um, we've got people coming in and out voting on who they want to run for various offices. So. Uh, that, that's always a strange thing because I, I, we always pray before this happens and cover the room and then we pray afterwards and declare the blood of Jesus. But um, it's always a strange, strange time, very strange time. But thankful for it because it brings extra money into the Saints Network and... Um, and when I'm driving in here very, very early in the morning to let the election judges in, I give thanks to the Lord for people pouring into our bosom, as the scripture says. <laughs> Actually, not my bosom, the, the Saints Network account. So anyway, I hear Monica. I've heard uh, Scarlett's little jingle. So we're happy to welcome you once again. It's good to be here good to be here today. It's a beautiful day outside. I think about just the contrast between today and last Tuesday. I think last was about 19 degrees outside. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Just, <laughs> it was cold. It's all that global warming, you know, it's just really having an I effect. I know. What are we going to do? I mean, um, I guess if we hold out long enough, Texas will be you know, the coastline will just come all the way up here to Dallas, and you won't have to go that far for, for beach uh, vacation in the summer. Oh, can, that would be kind You can just drive down north of Waco, and there will be. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I mean, I'm, I I know that it's, it's, it's a little commute to get up so early and meet those people at the church, but... Um, I think that just the Lord, just I just think us opening the door for what occurs in the elections is is so important, and um, that we have the really the opportunity to pray into that before each election, and and two for me, I'm so thankful that over the last couple of uh, maybe I guess within the last year they've opened it up so that you can go to any of the voting sites and vote. Uh, I can actually walk into the youth room and and take care of my ballot and vote right there in my own home. And it's isn't that amazing? It, it really is amazing. And you all do is walk out of your office and walk in there and and place your votes. And I, I love that because not that it was that great of an inconvenience to go down to the elementary school down in Lakewood, but 
now when I come and vote, I feel like I'm just, I'm truly like in the presence of the Lord and um, just placing my vote. I don't know. There's just something really uh, significant to me about that. So thank you for getting up so early. And <laughs> when I'm walking, I, I have offered to do that for you because I just live two minutes from the church and I'm more than happy to open or close. But I know that you've befriended the, the, the local judges <laughs> and they probably look forward you much you know, more than they would looking forward to seeing me oh uh, that's not true but you know it was nice because today um our two favorite judges were here one of them was the judge and the other one was serving as an ancillary um assistance there and so we had a we had a really nice uh and happy chat early this morning and you know ruby goes in and talks to them too and you know, it's it's just really it. You're right. It is a good. It's a good thing for the neighborhood. It's a good spiritual blessing, and it, plus, it's a financial blessing for the network. And uh, I'm I'm just. You're right. I'm just grateful. But if I doze off here during the set during this thing, uh, you just take over and. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we were talking just a minute ago, you know, it's, I didn't get up really any earlier than I normally get up, but it's just that instead of my normal routine of making coffee and going up and studying for a while and then coming in, I just came straight in without any Java or anything. Can you imagine that? Oh, that, that is, that is illegal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that borders on Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of coffee, I did order uh, a resupply of coffee that should be ready to go for seminar, which is two weeks away, for our Keurig machine. Well, I'm sure Fran will be happy about that. Well, I even I got some Paul Newman organic for all of you organic folks, um, and um, Fran doesn't really drink the the high potency caffeine. This is. What I ordered this time was stuff that you would drink. Of course, you are a Nes Nespresso person now. You, you really don't favor the uh, the Keurig as much, do you? Oh no, forgive me. But once once you once you cross over into the Nespresso, and I and I really do have our travels in France to. I, I owe that to our travels in France and the many many times. We were walking through airports and um, through the city in Paris and whatnot and would see those posters of George Clooney with an espresso that just looked, not the, not George Clooney, but the coffee just looked so amazing and it was freezing outside. And so I, I do have to say that our travels really played a lot into, and then we began to go into hotels where they were having Nespresso makers in the rooms, which was a a delight. So that's actually that's actually where my addiction came from to Nespresso. I came home and I went to Macy's and bought my first Nespresso maker and I have not deviated at all from that. I stopped even going to Starbucks. So I was going to Starbucks twice a day. For, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was it was it was an idol for me. I mean it it was 
So anyway, I'm happy that you've stocked the the coffee and I read an article just a few minutes ago about actually overdosed on caffeine and died. Who did? This this I read this article just a little while ago before I, I came and connected um, about this this guy that actually overdosed on caffeine. And it, he wasn't actually drinking coffee. He had ordered a supplement that was caffeine. And they sent him a bulk of this caffeine powder. And he read the directions wrong and put way too much in his drink. And within minutes, suffered a cardiac arrest and died. And they a coffee cup and they said, man dies of caffeine overdose. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that really such a thing? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember when I when I used to have uh, an an espresso machine many years ago and went into that huge Nespresso store in Paris and it was over by the uh the opera and my goodness, it, talk about opulent, just massive store and three levels with different sitting areas from the, you know, the, the, the Nespresso from India, the Nespresso from, from South America, the Nespresso from, um, you know, different areas of the world. And then they had all these really attractive young French people that would come over and uh, talk to you and try to have you t taste the different things. And it was really a push to, um, to make sales. And, uh, man, that's a, that's a lovely store there. I don't know whether it's still there or not, but, um, anyway, that's, that's coffee talk for today. We should, uh, we should get a, a discount from Nespresso for publicizing it here on our, our broadcast. It's a commercial. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, in my past career days, I've had to do some measure of sales and I never really considered myself a salesperson. I never really enjoyed selling what I was selling because I was basically selling a service, you know, people I was in human resources and, but anyway, I remember just having that experience, it would take some my truth. I could sell Nespresso. I could definitely sell that because I have a passion for it. I could sell Jesus <laughs> because I have such a passion for it. You know, it's like the things that you truly have a passion for, you could sell. And there's probably five things that I could list that I really feel like I could do really well in sales. The first, of course, would be Jesus. But um, so up there in the top five. So S selling Jesus. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, if you, if you don't get excited about sharing, uh, the, you know, sharing the Lord, then goodness. So I, I always wonder about people who are in sales, who are selling things like connectors and, you know, things that are just could sell anything to anybody. He is a, natural born, born salesperson. And I think you just, I don't know, maybe that is, there's an evangelist gifting in there that, that 
there's an empowerment that causes people to be able to persuade you. Mm. Anyway, she's just got this persuasion about her. So, wow. anyway. Wow. Well, uh, speaking of coffee and seminar, we are a couple of weeks away now from The Gathering. And um, two weeks from now, right? Two weeks from now, you'll be uh, mobilizing into this very same youth room, youth room to uh, have our Tuesday afternoon gathering. Won't that be? Won't that be special? <laughs> no, we it's do. It's so exciting. And in fact, Tuesdays, Tuesdays of the seminar are always just one of my favorite days. And because people are coming in and it's just, it's, it's just so, it's just happy um, to, to, just to welcome people in and it's, it's casual and we share and we pray and it's just, it's always been one of my favorite times. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it is a nice, it is a night, a lot of nice memories from those Tuesdays. And uh, we really would like to know uh, if uh, if you're coming or whether you're planning to join remotely. And you can easily attend to that uh, point of uh, communication with us by registering uh, on the website. So please, if you've not done that already, please do that register and then we can we can be preparing what we need to do for for all of you yeah because for for just for during these days when you know a significant number of people are having to connect remotely because of travel restrictions or whatever it might be um we you know we consider you a part very much a part of what's happening whether or not you're actually sitting with us in the sanctuary or actually physically here. And so we, you know, we do our best to gear things towards extending out towards uh, the network throughout, um, just through the internet, just to, to be able to, to draw you in and to include measure of unity and inclusion in whatever we do and whatever impart we receive and 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 that's one of the things that I've always um, I know that my spirit has always been geared toward during the seminar is is I'm I'm aware of those that aren't with us and thankfully just through texting and and messaging and things like that I'm able to keep you know keep in touch throughout the week as best I can but their rotation whenever there is some kind of release or something in the spirit I always and I, I'm assuming that, that you do this as well and our other um, leaders. Just extend that out and speak that grace towards the individuals that aren't with us. So it's good to know that you're joining and um, listening and praying with us and just connected. True. That's true. That's so. my commercial. That's my <laughs> sales pitch. Our second commercial <laughs> for the day. <laughs> Well, speaking of selling things, even though we're not selling them, 
one of the things that you are going to be um, presenting is a session on how to utilize uh, the Olive Tree Bible app. And um, that's going to be on Friday you know, in one of the afternoon sessions. And we are not selling the Olive Tree app. We don't make any we don't make any money whatsoever off of whether you get that or not. They it would be I I would think it's a it's a mistake for them not to utilize churches because um, the, the 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 pastors could uh, really be doing a service to their people, and as an added incentive, uh, they could make for the church some. Um, you know, some some uh, donation uh, from sales, but be that as it may, that's not the case. So we really want to encourage you that if you, I don't, it doesn't matter to us what other kind of apps or Bible programs you have. Um, we used to go for word search. But it is no more. It is now transitioned to Logos. And um, to be really honest with you, I don't like the Logos format. I hate their app. I've got all these uh, commentaries, so not commentaries, Bible search programs on there that I, I only use as reference. Uh, I have to go to them, try to find it. But be that as it may, one of the things we love about Olive Tree is that it is very easy to use. You really don't have um, you really don't have a, a problem um, if you want to use it on your phone or on your computer because you can you can download the same app and they can sync onto your computer and basically wherever you are you still have a continuity of being able to study the word and um, there are ways to buy really helpful programs and they're they're on sale every now and then and you can wait it out and buy things for a very reasonable price but the reason i'm saying this is uh if you are coming or if you're watching online uh at seminar it would be helpful if you went ahead and got the olive tree app it doesn't cost you anything. Now, if you want to buy, like we we encourage, you know, we use King James around here, but whatever Bible you put on there, you you can look to see if it is linked with Strong's. And um, I think you you would have to buy that, but it's only a couple of bucks. But it's well worth it. And then, of course, that syncs up on your on your computer or or on your phone and uh, or on your lap uh, your laptop or on your your iPad but it would really be helpful if you did that before you came and just peruse it a little bit so that when Monica is leading us through yeah uh, you're you're not your first thought is oh I've not heard of that or oh maybe I should get that oh let me download it now uh, you you want to be conversant with what she's talking about and it would probably be very helpful if you could actually pull it up 
on your device when she is leading us through this. I'll say one more thing, and then I'll turn it over to you for commentary, Monica. But the um, the one nice thing, another nice thing about this is that regardless of what other program you may use, um, it's really nice to have something that we know that when we're talking about it or we're doing a study, all of the saints are on the same page. Um, you, you just was were teaching the, something about this in France, and you had people that had never used the program or were using this program over here, or uh, they're, they're, they're limited more in the French languages of what's available. But um, a lot of times when we're doing studies and we say, okay, you can search this, sometimes it's hard to imagine. It's hard for me to imagine, but sometimes I can tell people are just give me the cross-eyed look because they've never done any st- strong search or anything like that in their life. And, and it revolutionizes your ability to study the Word, to, to have this resource. And so um, I've just rambled on on this day of commercials. <laughs> what would you like to say about it, Monica? Uh, well, I agree totally with everything you said and just really encourage people to um, make themselves avail themselves of this wonderful Bible app. I don't think it costs anything to download on your phone. No, it doesn't. And to get the multitude of different Bible um, translations on my app. And I do reference, you know, occasionally I'll reference the New King James or, and there's a, there's a New King James Strong's and there's also an ESV Strong's, um, which I don't use that much, but if ever I just want to just click over and see just a different translation. I do that, but it's wonderful to be able to do that, knowing that those other translations are also using the Strong's. So you can you can really see the essence um, through the, the word, the searching through the words. Yeah. And um, I, I, I don't know. Here's another thing I could sell. I, I don't know what I would do without um, the, the resources that we have. Except for, I, I've, I've noticed, and, and I notice this more so after working with the, like you said, the French are much more limited in their resources. And because I'm an English speaking person and I was teaching a French speaking language, people of French speaking language, um, we were limited as to how expansive we could go in our study outside of just looking at at the Strong's and tracing, like we did a word study, tracing the word through the Strong's and, you know, how it's used in scripture and then interpreting to to glean a present truth revelation for us for the moment. And you just, I mean, if that's all you have is the Bible and the Strong's and the capacity to look at the root understandings of the words through vines and through um, the Strong's definition. There are resources that we're going to show you to give more expansive definition than they were used. Um, if that's all you have, 
you have a gold mine from which to glean understanding and revelation of the word. But it is all for making disciples. And we cannot make disciples if we are not disciples ourselves. And you are a disciple when you are a student of the word. Yeah. I mean, it is a discipline of study. It is a discipline of study. And it's one thing for us to, to receive the meat and to, to receive truth sown into us from week to week. But every single one of us has a responsibility to, to be in the word and to just to, to be obedient and disciplined in it. And so it's, this is really to equip, even though I, I would venture to say any of you already are using these, these software, but other resources that we have that I know me personally, I draw from. And these are resources that have, you know, it's like the fruit of what we're talking about. And, and because we're line upon line, there's so many resources that we have. Um, we're going to look at how we can search through um, the Nematocost library and, and pull understandings because you always want to do that whenever you're, God puts something on you to study. You want to to look back and see what he has revealed about that specific word or that just that spiritual principle and, and build upon that, build upon the foundation. And um, so anyway, it should be fun. I mean, I do ask for prayer because I, I did this with the French speaking people through the zoom and it was um, really, I was, I was very thankful that the grace of the Lord was with us and um, another session actually next Saturday where we're going to do a, a little different kind of uh, study. We're going to, we're going to look through the tracing of the word Christ and how you can trace it through, um, through, you know, Christos and the anointing and the hand and the winter and, and to show them how, you know, one thing leads to another, to another, to another, and it's really line upon line. And then what you do with that kind of understanding. And so um, this is stretching. I mean, it's stretching for me because it's one thing for me to sit down and do it myself, just me and God and the Holy Spirit. It's another thing to teach it or to um, demonstrate it. And I'm sure that there's a multitude of other people in this network that could just run around. So I do ask for Are you still well, there? Yeah, you clicked there just for a minute right at the end. I didn't know you were finished. Um, yeah, it, it, it's. Uh, I was just looking through um, the program and seeing, like you said, there are a number of Bible versions who, which uh, have links with with Strong's, and uh, I also saw that they have a Brazilian translation a brazilian bible with strong so when pastor luciano's here we may need to make sure he has that um but you know again the main thing is is that you need to have this resource and it won't hurt those of you who who already have it or are using it to to be there to maybe encourage others or to give testimony um but there are a lot of people if if you don't present something and you don't just 
spell it out. There's a lot of people who won't do anything. And they've maybe not gotten this. And and so when we talk about doing these word searches and things, it's it's hard to imagine, but they're just oblivious. And, and then the second thing is that it really would be nice to at least have this one source that um, when we speak about doing a search, everybody in in the network knows exactly what we're talking about. And if we say, okay, you could study this yourself, you know, they can do it. You know, like a lot of times we'll say, well, this is a great study. I mean, we don't have time. This is a kind of an offshoot, but you will look at this word see the way the Lord is using it. Here's where it is in this passage. And then we move on, and a lot of folks don't do that. Some don't do it because they're just not good students. Others don't do it because they don't know how. <coughs> and so we want to we wanna make sure in these crucial days that as much as we can, our saints are are doing this. So don't write me and ask me how to do this. I mean, sometimes people can go and order on Amazon or check all kinds of stuff on on Elijah List or all these other things, and then they they act like they've never held a, a device in their hands when you tell them to do something. It's it just go to the App Store. Like if you have um, Mac or Apple, I, I don't really have in front of me. Uh, the uh, anything other than a Mac, but I'm positive that Olive Tree is available in apps. It's just real easy. You just go and type Olive Tree, and um, it's it's there. So you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think it would be good too in our discussion next or in two weeks. Um, because I, 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 like you, I, I scroll through and see what resources are available. And this is one of the things that I really had to stress with the, the French-speaking saints is, you know, we, when we study, we're, we're looking at it, the, the root language. We're looking at how the Holy Spirit um, inspired the use of the word. We're interpreting it in different ways in, in which we've been taught how to study and 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 I love that, and and you always want to you always want to just meditate on the word, and and meditate on on the that before you jump into reading or beginning to just peruse what everybody else has said about the the passage. Or, I mean, I I love commentaries, and I'm very thankful for the commentaries that we've been able to use and. And, um, but more and more, I find myself less inclined to go to the commentary and, and, and more inclined to Holy Spirit to remind me of what has been taught in regard. Cause I mean, goodness, we've, there's been so much teaching poured into us over the last 25 years. Um, but back to my original think when I when I peruse the the store which is what it is it's a store with a cart and there's hundreds of different resources available um, from 
commentary, to, uh, commentary, you know, all different kinds of things. And sometimes I feel like I'm a bit of a fish out of water because I don't know, you know, you don't know what the good ones are. You don't know what to trust. Yeah. Dare I say. Um, and so I think one of the things that we should talk about during that session is maybe bring, you know, what are your favorite resources, Pastor? And you've shared that with me. And I can, of course, reiterate the ones that I use that you've shared with me. But, um, you know, we want, we want our resources to be trusted. And um, there's thousands of them available to us. True. Just like there's so many different translations that you could go to, but do you really want to study the Living Bible? Isn't that a translation? <laughs> the Message Bible, or you yeah. know what I mean? Want <laughs> of the pure, and and from there we want to open our spirit for the Holy Spirit, present truth, revelation that He's speaking to the saints, and so it's um, it's just it's it's really such an interesting pursuit. And, and I, I believe too, we talk about impartation. I believe the Lord just through the obedience of this is going to bring an impartation upon all of us and particularly upon those that are called, you know, our teachers and those that, which I should say are all of us. It's just like, we are all called to intercede. Um, some do have a, you know, an off, you know, a teaching office. They, they have that primary gift and, but I think upon all of us, I think we need to come with our hearts and our spirits open, our minds open to receive an impartation of grace, to step into a deeper measure of what he has for us in way of just pursuit of the word and understanding the revelation that he's sharing. He that has an ear, let him hear. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it really is. A revolutionary thing. I mean, it it will help you. No matter if if the only thing you got was the Bible and Strong's on this app, if that's the only thing you have, it would serve you in ways that you can't even imagine. And um, it's uh, I know that as you said, there's a reason that the Lord really impressed to to do this and um i i believe that god's going to use some do something through it um beyond what we can imagine right now i really do Whew. so what else can we advertise oh how about this do you know what this saturday is First Saturday. First Saturday. <laughs> and what a what a wonderful what a what a wonderful thing that will be. I mean, we we are going to be gathering here to pray and we hope that you will I have already made plans to pray. Um Mar March first Saturday is almost a uh, the theme is is almost always the same because we have a gathering of saints and um we we want to ask the lord to 
to do what he wants to do through this feast gathering. And um, so um, that's this Saturday. What would you like to say about it, Monica? Anything? Just be there. Be obedient. And let's join together at the throne and let's pray according to the directive that he has ordained for us during that time. And let's, let's move, let's, let's move, let's move the mountains. Let's shake the kingdom. Let's let's um, really have an effect in our intercession. And and you know it's it's really coupled with th- these whole ne- you know these next few weeks are really everything we do is coupled with the preparation of not only our hearts to receive and to minister. I mean we remember that when we come to the seminar we are coming to minister to the lord that's our that's our primarily that's our primary focus is we are all coming to minister to the lord and whether that be through um teaching or intercession or worship or prayer whatever whatever it might be i mean that's our objective is that we minister to him we partner and align ourselves with his throne we call heaven to earth and we partner and what he's doing in that moment and what he intends to do as he commissions us to go forth. And so these next few weeks, we need to really approach all that we do with hearts that are really open in that measure of preparation. But also I was feeling so strongly on Sunday when I was sitting in this, in the, and during prayer time and during the service that, you know, we're preparing the way for the King of glory to come in. You know, for, and, and, you know, maybe I say this more to our congregation here at home in the sanctuary, but um, it's, 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 you know, God's plan is, is so succinct and, and all that we do in the next few weeks is, le- is, is really leaning towards this gathering. Every other thing is going on and we're still praying for the Ukraine and we're still praying, you know, doing according to how he directs us. But um, this gathering, this feast, is definitely on the forefront of his heart. And so um, I love that. I love that it's a pastoral month. I love that we are preparing an atmosphere that is so conducive for the flow of the Spirit and for intercession to flow and for um, just our, our, our governmental structure and our placement, our positioning is being established and it's just it's a good thing and so just be faithful to that wherever you're wherever you are if you're in switzerland or if you're in france or if you're in florida we are one body and one one in him and we all have this calling to welcome him and to step into what he has for us and so yeah it's definitely a time of preparation but also a time of function. And it's just, it's exciting. So. Amen. Amen. I look for everyone at the throne. (laughs) My eyes are going to be wide open. 
You will come to prayer time with your eyes wide open. Of course, now wait, we're supposed to have our hands wide open when we're climbing the mountain. Yeah. That always. I never really I, understood what that meant. No, no, it didn't. I thought, well, how else would you do it, Stumpy? I mean, would you just. <laughs> if you're climbing a mountain, you better have your hands open. I think what, what he wanted to say was don't have anything in your hands. But. Ah, that makes sense. But who knows? You know, half the time. It's kind of like those songs we used to listen to when we were growing up. Uh, really famous uh, tunes that everybody was singing. Half the words, I didn't know what they were saying. And and the ones I did understand, um, I didn't really know what they were talking about. You know? But um, there's a lot of times when I'm hearing <laughs> worship songs, I think, what did they just say? I don't know what that means. So, um, but this Saturday, you know what it means. You keep your <laughs> your eyes open and let's uh, let's pray. And uh, sometime in the next couple of days, uh, you'll be getting a um, an email uh, invitation for this. Um, you know, we are believing for Spirit to do what He wants during. Um, during our gathering, we desperately need that. And, you know, we also are believing that there will be impartations from the Lord for what's coming. Um, I know we've been encouraging you, as Monica just said, to be praying for what's happening in Eastern Europe and, um, and in other parts of the world. But... Um, you know, the the thing for us this weekend is you have not because you ask not. And a lot of it is that we are coming into alignment with what God's will is. And so we're asking him according to his will. Uh, if you ask anything in my name according to his will. And um, so... We, we really do need to let the Lord know, let the Father know through our, our own time of waiting on him that we want him to do what he wants to do. And we're, we're opening ourselves. We're making contract with him for those divine transactions to occur. And... Um, I think, you know, we often say, use the phrase, you know, we're going to bathe this in prayer. I think for us, we need to baptize it in prayer and just believe that the Lord is going to do something incredible. In fact, I was talking with uh, um, my daughters about a number of things that will pertain to the seminar musically. And, um, you know, particularly Katie was asking if I wanted her to bring in some musicians. And, uh, you know, we always have that discussion. But this time I, I, I said to them, I don't think we're going to do things as we normally do. 
Mm. I mean, I think that I think that our worship time and and I, you know, we haven't had an official meeting. With two weeks out, we probably should. But for me, I think that our our worship this seminar needs to be more like a minstrel that is assisting our prayer and is assisting our seeking of the Lord. And um, so how that's going to happen, I have some ideas, but um, suffice for this moment, it's going to be very different than what we normally have done over the many, many years. And, you know, like this past Sunday, we had uh, our worship time. Katie and Elizabeth were ministering at the end of the message during the communion time. And it really was more of a, a prophetic ministry to the Lord based upon something that he had just released from the Scripture and, ba- and and fueling a time where we were seeking him at the table of grace. And that's a, a unique facet of where, where, where our prophetic song or playing facilitates the ministry. It's, it's not... And and again, I know over the years, and there's nothing wrong with this. This is an acceptable thing. We often use singing and playing as an entry point, and we we let the Lord know that we want Him in the service, and that's great. That's that's a wonderful thing. We're not saying that that's not valid. We're not saying that we're not ever going to do that again. Of course, we will. But this is a time where we are it, it kind of reminds me of the of the real way that when the prophet was there and he had to prophesy to the kings about the the battle that was ahead and he brought a minstrel or you know that kind of atmosphere is serving it, it's not inviting it's not beginning it is it is serving what God is saying. <clears throat> it's not the vessel through which it's coming. It's serving it. Yeah, it, it reminds me of just ta- the Tabernacle of David and what it... I mean, I don't have scriptural account of this point by point, but before there was any I think exploit war that David was as king was 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 leading under the guidance of the Lord there was worship you know he would go into the temple there there was prayer and there was worship and that I have to think that that worship um in a lot of ways just aligned and fueled the exploit or whatever it is that they were going forth to do. And, and I'm sure it's the same on the other end, um, coming back, but, um, well, it's like the, you know, it really is the principle of the Sila. 
and you know it's the principle of putting the musicians at the head of the army god had already said this is what i'm going to do you won't need to fight in this battle Uh, god had already said this is what i'm establishing for for the sila god had already brought the promise and it didn't necessarily have to be just a point of desperation or need I'm sure that it was much more passionate in its expression when there was desperation or the need. People are just that way. But, you know, I think that this gathering is going to be where our musical offering, maybe even the the waving of the banners or the dance or whatever other types of physical displays God wants to do, it's going to almost exclusively be not, if we do it different, remember that I said almost exclusively, um, will be serving either the prayer emphasis, serving the thing that God said he wants to do. And, um, you know, it's just, it's going to be different. So you might as well just get your get your heart ready for it. And if you're one of those ones who, who think, well, I can't begin the service unless I've danced around or sung, you know, you can you can do that up the hallway entering to the sanctuary. Or you can <laughs> you can dance around in Peace Chapel before you come in, or you can do it out <laughs> of the parking lot. Um, but I, I don't really know how we'll we'll be beginning services. I, I can imagine this is two weeks away. I don't even know what we're doing tomorrow. But I can imagine like on that Wednesday night what God has already said he wants to do. We'll come in and we'll we'll probably, probably begin with prayer. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll be open to what the Spirit says. But okay, you just cut you just cut out. You said we'll probably be what? will probably be um, beginning in prayer. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought you said. And that's what I thought was probably the plan, but just wanted to make sure I heard right. And, of course, everything is subject to change. Yeah. See, that's why we have to say almost exclusively or probably because some ardent saint is writing down, this is what we're going to do, and we're saying this is what we Probably will do. We might do it, but don't set it in stone. Because as soon as you set something in stone, you can it can be a mausoleum, and the spirit the spirit wants uh, the spirit wants us to be uh, flexible with um, with the plans for this gathering. Um, and I think probably with the even the title understanding the times to be able to be instant in season. Um, God's wanting to hone that those facets whereby he can explain certain facets of what he's doing or set the stage within you for uh, understanding why things are going on the way they're going, or at least give 
uh, a dispensation of peace to you during them. So, that's where we are. Um, but we're looking forward to you being here. And we need to be in prayer, continued prayer for Monica, that uh, in the next two weeks, her ankle in, um, experiences a total and complete recovery. Yes, thank you. Amen. I received that. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you, you mentioned earlier in the dialogue something about a desperate woman or being desperate. This has nothing to do with my ankle. But, Did I say um, something about a desperate woman? You didn't say desperate woman, but you said something about when you go to prayer and you've got, you know, the passion of... of oh, I got Okay, I got it. That, and I, you know, I, I feel this is not an emotion, but I, I feel a measure of desperation and it's not, like, and it's almost like the woman, you know, the crumbs that fall from the table, you know, I feel like my faith is being stretched. I feel like my faith is being, has been worked and honed and expanded my belief and, and just the right hand and just aligning with that. But I, I feel this measure of desperation for that. And, and I've been feeling that in my intercession, which means that it's, it's not just me. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I'm probably speaking. I probably shouldn't be saying this because this is totally like raw. But when you said that, it just triggered in as something that I've been sensing um, in just in my intercession. And I. I, I he is our only source. He is he is our healing. He is the spirit that will propel us forward into breakthrough that will cause us to be fruitful, help us to move the mountains, that will help us to win the battle, to conquest, to take dominion, all of those things. And I just feel this desperation for what he has for us that I just, it's like I, when I go to pray and particularly about the gathering, it's just like, I just, I feel like I'm desperately, um, longing for my spirit just to be opened up and stretched so wide so that we can just as the body just receive just the bounty of what he wants to pour into us and you know i know faith is as a mustard seed so i i just i just want a us to walk in you know into great grace and to to really experience the manifestation of that at this gathering for the going forward and, and i believe that um, there's just like this desperate seed inside of me that won't relent it's like the woman with the unjust judge <laughs> and and i know that i know that i know that he's going to vindicate 
and I'm so desperate I won't let go. And so, yeah. So that's where so much of, I think, my intercession has been directed towards. So when you said that, it just sparked that in me. So I just thought I would share that prophetically. Well, thank you. I know kind that of like was... turning my... Yeah, my heart. Wow, we, we appreciate those words, and we uh, we ask that the Lord would fulfill every one of them. And um, anyway, you know, I, I can't think of any other commercials, and we only have uh, three minutes left on our appointed time frame. Um, is there anything else that you can recollect that we needed to share today before we say goodbye? No. I think I've said enough. <laughs> You've said quite enough, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us. It's always a blessing. Throughout the country, right? Today. What? Voting is not just in Texas today. It's through the country, right? Oh, country? I, I don't know. These are primaries. I'm sure they are, but I don't know. Okay, well, go vote. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, remember, isn't Uncle Joe giving his, uh, his yes. stirring speech tonight? I'm sure we'll all tune into that. Um, and we continue to pray for what God wants to do in this country and the things that he has um, prophetically stated in, in Scripture and through uh, the inspiration of the Spirit um, that he wants to do throughout the world. So let's continue to believe. And um, anyway, God bless you all. Thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, reach out again tomorrow for Wednesday Night Live. Until then, adios. Bye-bye.